This is Sounds on Vinyl, the podcast that celebrates the best rock, metal, and punk music on vinyl. And now, here's Mike and Phil. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Sounds on Vinyl. My name is Phil Boyer, and on the other side of the sea is Mike's Fenson. Hey, Mike. Hey, hey. What's going on, everybody? Well, it's that time again to give you an update on what's going on over there on the Instagram community. So real quick, this week I've been talking about Aussie's guitarist, Randy Rhodes, and of course Aussie. Uh, I actually posted an uh, album uh, of Aussie, Diary of a Madman, and uh, we started talking uh, about Randy's playing and his skills and what a fantastic gu- guitar player he was. Oh God, that and, that that song yeah. is just—it's epic, man! It, it's yeah. a masterpiece. It really is. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, to you, you could really hear uh, Randy's uh, technical abilities and and his skills. I, I mean, it's it's tremendous. I mean, what a guitar player he was. Some, yeah. Somebody said he, he is in the, in the right next next up there to 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 Hendrix. Uh, so if he he God bless him had been <laughs> living today, he's been up there with with uh, with Hendrix and and been a modern day Hendrix. Mm. Day, so, well, uh, I agree, of course. Of course. Yeah. But also, I've been talking about uh, some of the classics like Saxon's Denim and Letter and uh, White Snakes Come and Get It. So it's been a busy week over there on Instagram. Well, there you go. Yeah. And that, that right there is just a little tiny taste of what goes on over there on the Sounds on Vinyl Instagram account. So if you're not already following, get your freaking ass over there and follow and check out all the cool stuff that Mike is doing over there, okay? Because if you don't, you're going to regret it. You will. Yeah. All right, tonight, not even your mother will be able to stop the evil thing from setting your soul on fire because in 1988, the former lead singer of two punk bands, the Misfits and Sam Hain, released his first metal record entitled Danzig. The record was produced by Rick Rubin and it was the first album to be released on Rick's new label, Deaf American Recordings. And while the record really didn't chart all that well, in 2017, Rolling Stone named Danzig number 23 on their list of 100 greatest metal albums of all time. And the single Mother, which everybody knows, didn't chart until its re-release in 1993, reaching number 17 on Billboard. And coincidentally enough, the video for Mother was banned on MTV for controversial imagery. Of course. Of course. (laughs) So, Mike, tell us all about the first time you experienced dancing. Well, I actually don't know when in the period of time i if it was like you said the relaunch of of the whole album in in the beginning of the 90s or if i actually heard some of the songs on the radio or whatever but i i remember seeing the video for mother 
on TV. I don't know if it was on MTV or uh, Swedish television or whatever. Uh, and I thought it was really awesome because I, I remember seeing Glenn standing there in, in black and white. And I, I couldn't really understand that this was the same Glenn dancing that used to sing for the Misfits, uh, which I followed and, and uh, bought a couple of records of. And it was really different. And, and the voice, oh my God. God, the depth of the voice. It sounded somewhere between like Elvis and Jim Morrison or something mm-hmm. like that. And and for me as a, a performer myself and, and lover of all kinds of music, I, I Elvis was one of my, my all-time heroes, my first musical hero, actually. And I could really hear Elvis in there. Uh, and it, it was so great. He, it's it's a got the got the clear voice uh, in in that particular song. You can you can hear him going near the microphone, and and everything is all together. And it's and it's so great. I just love that song, and and the video is pretty awesome too. Mm-hmm. So you so you got to see the video because I don't remember yeah. ever seeing the video. Okay, because yeah, I, I in remember fact, seeing it. It, it, uh, preparing for the show, I actually watched the video, and I can understand why it didn't play here in the states. Yeah, but um, yeah, and like you, I don't really remember the first time I actually heard Danzig. I know it was early on. I know it was before the release. Um, you know, because I had a lot of stuff going on in 1988. Uh, graduated from high school and all kinds of other fun stuff. So I don't. It, it could have been the radio. That, that's probably the most likely place I I heard Danzig um you know because like I was saying the the video was banned on MTV at least here in the states yeah. probably because like I said when I watched it the other day it had naked chicks drawing upside down crosses in blood on other naked chicks in the video so <laughs> you know uh, I no I don't understand what's what's the what's, what's so controversial wrong? about yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just good, wholesome family fun right there, right? <laughs> yeah, right there. Oh, my God. I actually don't, because I, I remember talking to, to, to people from different cunts, uh, countries around the world. And, D- and, and different cunts too, right? <laughs> and, and yes, the, those two. Before you slip right this, there. This, this, is, this is a family show. We have none of that. None of Not that language. Con- not motherfuckers, <laughs> no hells, no nothing of that. Or you will get that famous American beep every time you speak. That's right? right. That's right. Oh, wait. It's our show. We do whatever the hell we want to. Exactly. But back to our schedule program <laughs> for just a minute. I, I remember talking to people from the States at that period in time. And they told me there's a lot of stuff that uh, we got here in Europe that wasn't on the TV in the U.S. Because it's sort of like it's a different censorship Mm -hmm. Uh, because we actually don't get offended by saying the F word or showing naked people back in the day. And now it's a whole completely new ballgame with the 
Me Too stuff and, and so forth. So I, I mean, it would probably be banned today too. But <laughs> anyway, I remember, I remember seeing the video and, and hearing the song and then I, a friend of mine got the album and we, we listened to it back to back for, for a couple of, of, of weeks and I thought it was really, really good. I still remember the opening track of Twist of Cain. That's still one of my favorites. And of course, Mother, She Rides, Am I, Am I Demon? I mean, Jesus, those songs, man. Yeah, that- She Rides. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a cool one. She Rides. End of Time is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, so actually, that's one of my all-time favorite Danzig songs, I think, is End of Time. Yeah. That's a cool one. I, I I actually dig those those two the first records. This one and and the one that's called I think Desic Two Lucifuge or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are like the best albums he, he ever did. So uh, after that I, I I lost him a bit. But did you? I mean, yeah. See, I, I'm still a fan, even though the last record yeah, wasn't me. as good as the first couple but it, it you know he, he experiments a little bit yeah in in some of the late you know the the more recent releases i think <laughs> i think the last album that i bought physical was uh how the gods kill yeah. i think he's uh i don't know if it's done and not released yet but he's getting ready to put out a uh elvis cover record oh cool so that'll be really interesting to see yeah, I could how really that hear sounds. Because yeah. he did, um, was it Skeletons? No. Yeah, I think it is. He did a, a cover called Skeletons, a cover record. And that wasn't very good. But I feel like the, the songs he picked weren't him you know, like NIB from Sabbath, he covered, yeah, and it yeah, just, yeah. it wasn't good. And NIB is just not a song I can hear Danzig doing. No, that's, that's totally off for him, I think. Yeah. So did you ever get to see him live? I did, actually. Um, I got to see Danzig play in 1989 at this Ooh, tiny little place called the Celebrity Theater. It's in Anaheim, California. Oh, and right. that was one hell of experience on on so many levels it was it was a crazy crazy night so we get there a little early you know and we find our seats and like i said it, it it's sort of like a larger theater it's an indoor place it's not very large i don't remember what the seating capacity is but it, it's it's probably in the neighborhood of uh 1500 2000 maybe and and uh so we sit down we're waiting for the show to start and out of the corner of my eye, I see this blonde woman walking down the aisle towards us. And I look over, do a double take, as Lita Ford sits down a couple seats away no. from me. Yeah. Oh, oh, man, that's, oh, my God, that's so freaking awesome. Yeah. For so, real? Did she come and sit with you? Yeah, so uh, I guess she was dating Chris Holmes at the time from Wasp. Um, oh, who was who was opening for Danzig, and I, that was oh, the right. first time seeing Wasp too, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, you know, so of course I go over and, and I do the whole stupid, you know, I am I'm a big fan, you know, I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, all right. Uh, but but she was really cool about it, and she stood with us for for most of the Wasp show, I think, until the last couple songs, and then she probably went backstage and and stuff. Yeah, but uh, 
Yeah. But and she then, didn't run away. She didn't run away. I, we, <laughs> I, I didn't scare her off. So I guess that was, oh. that was cool. But yes. <laughs> oh man, I've been there so many times. I know the feeling. Like, oh, oh my God, it's so freaking awesome to meet yeah, you. Yeah. Um, All, you know, starry eyed and, you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> oh, um, so anyway, so, you know, Danzig takes the stage. And I swear they stole some of Spinal Tap's gear because the volume went way, way past 11. I mean, it was so fucking loud, you know, and it, it starts off with, and I'm going to probably pronounce this wrong because my, I, I can't really speak Gaelic, but the, with the song, um, Ku In Anun, I think is how it's pronounced. And it's, it's, they never really, Danzig never really released it on a Danzig record. He, it was released on the Black Aria thing. But that, it's actually, oh. I, I love that song. And you, they always open the show with that. And, and I think it's, it's pretty slick. And then you hear that so loud. And oh my God, it was just, we, we were deaf for hours after that show. <laughs> I mean, literally, we were deaf. We, we went to this, uh, this restaurant called the Harbor House down at Dana Point for anybody in Southern California. Uh, knows that place and we're trying to order man and we we can't even hear the waitress you know everything oh, was like oh. muffled it was like you know we had earplugs in still and oh my, oh my god and then oh it, it, it was nasty but luckily luckily the hearing returned i'm okay everything's good but man <laughs> but it was it was a great show it was just a oh, great cool. great show so how about you have you uh gotten a chance yeah, to actually- see those guys live yeah, I actually saw him in in a small club in Sweden. I I can't remember if it was in the '90s or it was later on. I I actually don't know. But uh, it was like the first time, uh, and it I mean, it has to be somewhere album three or four or something like that because he had a huge stage set. Uh, and you can see props all over the, this tiny little stage, and it, it, it's strange to see because it—you could see the drummer right up in 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 the ceiling in, in this small little club. You can hardly ever see, see him. He was up there. <laughs> it, I mean, it's sort of like um, uh, a mountain type of thing with rocks or or if I remember it correctly, and you see Danzig standing there in, in the middle in, in, in the light. And, and it was so, they played so freaking loud that mm-hmm. I thought stuff was going to, to fall apart. <laughs> but it was, it was uh, like you said, it, it's a great show. And everybody I've, I've met who's seen Danzig like say it's, it's, it's a fantastic show. But mm-hmm. still, uh, he, he was terrifying as always he, <laughs> he, he does have that persona yeah he? yeah i i remember a, a story a friend of mine saw him at uh roskill in in denmark the, the one of those open air shows and he was in one of those big tents and there was some people that threw some i don't know it was if it was a bottle or something like that and he caught wind of that guy and he stopped the set and 
there was like 50 or 100 people in the front row and everybody stopped and froze when he spoke. Everybody standing there all giggly with, with beers and alcohol in their body, but everybody froze when he started talking. And it was not nice things that he had to say <laughs> to that guy. And oh, I, man. Uh, and but he calmed down and, and, and continued the show, but everybody was like, what the hell did just happen? Did everybody freeze up? Uh, and he so is such a weird feeling. Because mm-hmm. everybody is sort of, he, he told me sort of like you, you straighten out right there. I was a bit drunk, he said, but I got sober in a minute when he started talking with his, his voice, looking at me, pointing with his fingers and his upper arms. My friend was really skinny at the time. His, I mean, he, his upper arms was, was my thighs. <laughs> But every, everybody had a good time. Now, in a completely different direction, have you heard Black Aria? No, I have not. I'm no. Such, okay. Oh, I'm such a dweeb. <laughs> I, should, I should do my homework when we do podcasts like that. But it's, I'm pretty autistic when it, when it comes to music. It's sort of like there's stuff happening on the byline and, and things are passing me by and said, you never heard of this? No. You never heard of that? No. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, man, you, you've introduced me to, to like a lot of bands. I mean, we, we were talking <laughs> about a band before we started recording tonight. You, you know music, but see, Black Aria, I don't even know. I don't think it was ever even released on vinyl. So that might be part of the problem here. Why yes. you didn't, they right didn't get to your radar. Um, ah, there, there you go. See, mm, that's why. There you go. But it was Glenn Danzig put together this like horror movie soundtrack kind of thing. So it's not metal. It's very more classical sounding kind of thing. And it's, it's very different. It's different than Danzig. It's different than Misfits and Samhain. It, it, it's a completely different ball game and he I think there's a black aria two also which is not as good as the first one mm-hmm. but um yeah I, I think it was some of the the ideas that he had it, it it seemed that didn't fit anywhere and so he's like well maybe I'll just make a soundtrack out of this stuff that's sort of what my take on it was I don't know if that's actually yeah. the case but that that's kind of what it sounds and th- there's some good stuff on there if if you're into more of a, a classical sound that's more gothic and like a heavy classical kind of thing. He's dancing. He does whatever he likes to. He, he, he does whatever the yeah. hell he wants and nobody's going to stop yeah. him. <laughs> no. Yes. Did you happen to see him on that, um, that one TV show? I don't know if you get that show over there in Sweden. I forget the name of it. He was a guest on there. He played himself. No, I uh, I, it's no. some comedy show that I I don't like the people in it. I, okay. I never thought the show was that. Yeah, it, it's it's sort of like a skit show kind of thing. I wish I could remember the name of it, but okay. yeah, he he was on there. He's actually not bad of an actor, not good, but I've seen worse. <laughs> and people so, get paid for that too. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right, I have to Google that too. So Black Aria and 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 Danzig in uh, uh, 
Comet. It, yeah, what the hell's it, the name of that show? Let's see if I can look it up. Yeah, it's. Oh, there's probably so many people screaming at the their fucking podcast player right now, going, "It's this show. It's the name of this." Yeah, you can you can write us an email, and and yeah. if you want, let to, us you know. Can, yeah, write us a letter, and and then you hook up with another guy who writes his letter, and you can talk to each other, and you can read your letters out loud. Yes. Portlandia. Portlandia is the name of the show. Portlandia. Portlandia. Yes. Never heard of it. Mm, Yeah. So there you go. We only get quality TV shows here in Sweden. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. You can send your hate mail directly to Mike on that one. Yes. No, it was a a fairly popular show over here. People people liked it, but, you know, I don't know. I never, I never got into it. I, I never thought the people that were in it, I can't remember their names. I, I never thought they were all that funny. So, but Hey, so there you go. Quality TV, quality TV. There you go. All right. And on that note, I think it might be a good time to <laughs> end the show before we say something else that pisses the masses yes. off. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, that's our cue right there. That's our cue to exit stage left. Or is it stage right? I don't know. I don't know. No. (laughs) Okay, everybody. (laughs) On that, we'll catch you guys next week. (laughs) Later. Later. This has been Sounds on Vinyl, hosted by Mike Svensson and Phil Boyer. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and follow at Sounds on Vinyl on Instagram. Sounds on Vinyl is produced by Boozehound Productions. Music by Grand Reserva. Visit soundsonvinyl.com for official merch and stuff you won't find anywhere else.